Blog Talk Radio. From the Cyber Station USA studios, in it's Music Friday, the end of the week program where you choose the bands and we interview them and we put them on the air for you to talk to. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm in Los Angeles broadcasting every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on the Cyber Station USA network, the Blog Talk Radio network, and our radio affiliates around the country. It's October 11th, 2013, and today... We will be talking with the Island Sound Masters of CRSB and the founder and the lead of White Arrows, the White Arrows Band. And we're joined today by my associate producer and program intern, Angeline Serrano, who recruited White Arrows to, to Music Friday. And I'm going to bring Angeline on right now. And say, Angeline, how did you discover White Arrows? Um, I actually found them from a news or from a website that emails me daily news and they were one of like uh, um, local LA bands to check out and they also performed at my school last week and they have this great sound and I'm excited to talk to the lead singer so and and your school is uh, a one of the California State Universities isn't it yes I go to Cal State um, Fullerton uh, well, Cal State Fullerton was very smart to book them. They are really something. I've never, I've never heard a band like this before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we're they're going to be on in the second half of the show. In the first half of the show, we're, we're going to be interviewing uh, CRSB, which is another very unusual band. They're, they're out of Hawaii, although they actually are from Northern California right now, and they play a kind of island infused. Um, Soul, dance music, it, it's, it's a lot of different things. But uh, So we're going to have a, a lot of fun today, a lot of fun today. Um, but right now, I want to just remind everybody that um, they can choose, want all of our listeners to remember that you can choose who you want us to interview. All you have to do is go to our website. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. That's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com. You don't need a www. And then click on the tab that says Your Choice. Well, that will take you to a page where there's a form that you can fill out. It's a real simple one that allows you to tell us who you want us to interview. And at the end of the week, we look at who you asked us to interview, and we pick one of them, or we tap the top vote-getters if there's a lot of uh, people uh, interested. And those are the people who are our guests. So that's musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and click on your choice and tell us who you want to hear on the show. And remember, any kind of music is okay. Well, maybe not classical, but rock, hip-hop, country, pop, jazz, blues, world music, they're all good. Well, before we introduce our new guest, a quick word from our wonderful sponsor, Solar City. Now, solar power is a huge win-win for homeowners, but a lot of people are reluctant to take the plunge into solar because of the upfront cost. It can get expensive. Well, with Solar City, you can go solar for zero upfront costs on approved credit. Solar City will come out and install a solar system on your home for free. You only pay for the power you use, just like you do with your utility bill now, but you pay for less power because the sun's making part of it, as much as half of it when I had solar power installed on my house. Solar City pays for the system. It insures the system. It maintains it. All you have to do is enjoy the saving. So remember, if you've been ready for solar, but solar hasn't been ready for you. It is now at Solar City, America's number one clean energy provider. Now, how do you find out about this? Well, you call my friend Tina. Tina's at Solar City, and her number is 909 618 6937. That's 909 618 6937. And if you tell her that I sent you, tell her Patrick sent you, or Music Friday sent you, she'll give you a discount on your first order, $250 savings on your order. So remember, call Tina and tell her that I sent you, and her number is 909 618 
6937. Okay, we're going to take a break now because we have to welcome in our radio stations around the country. And when we come back, we're going to be listening to some great island music. Well, it's a lot more than just island music. CRSB is going to join us. Don't go away. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. We are back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. I'm host of Music Friday, and I want to welcome all of our listeners to Music Friday, especially our listeners at 1490 WWPR in Tampa Bay, Florida. And, you know, we're on FM, too. We're not just an AM program. So let me say hi to all of our FM listeners in KSKQ FM in Ashland, Oregon. Ashland, Oregon, of course, is a great college town, and we have a lot of people listen to us there. For those of you who want to be part of the show, you can call in. 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or, if you know, if you're sitting there at work and you've got your earphones on and you're listening to us instead of that PowerPoint that your boss gave you, you can email us. You can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. That's musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Well, Fun. That's the best word I can use for the music of CRSB. Just pure fun. But fun done with ease and with expertise. Cousins Chris Ramos and Sunny B started with singles in Hawaii and later with YouTube videos of their music that eventually amassed over 3.5 million downloads. Well, that will get anyone's attention. But what really got my attention was just how much plain talent these two have, how they've created their own brand of island-themed, soul-infused pop with clever songwriting and great beats that's just totally addictive. They've released five singles on the radio in Hawaii, plus two albums and an EP to adoring fans, and each one is better than the last, if that's possible. The bulk of their fans are in Hawaii, where their music is in heavy rotation on local radio. And those of us who are isolated out here in the mainland are just now getting wind of Hawaii's secret. And we love it. We, and I love that they're with us here today. Chris Ramos and Sony B, welcome. And let's have each of you say who you are so our listeners All right. can take us apart. Uh, uh, Chris, right. introduce yourself. Who, well, you, what yeah, do you, well, what you do in the band? CR of the CRSB. This, you're on first, Ramos, and this is my cousin here. Uh, yeah, this is Sunny B of, you know, CRSB, the SB. <laughs> and, and How you Chris, doing, Patrick? I'm doing well. I'm really happy you guys are here. And incidentally, uh, Angeline, say hi to everybody. Hi, guys. Thanks for being on the show. Hey, how's it going, Angeline? <laughs> well, well, Chris, first of all, let's 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 let our listeners know who does what. So what do you do in the band? Uh, well, you know, we're a group, so we pretty much do everything together. But, uh, you know, we I am one of the singers. I play the ukulele. Um, I'm the older cousin by a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. And and that means, uh, um, Sonny, you do everything else, right? You're the younger cousin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I play the ukulele, too. I, I produce. I play the piano. You know, it's a little bit, you know, guitar. We we both compose the music together, and uh, you know, everything is self-produced and self-written, and you know, pretty much that's that's 
how we were we were kind of forced into this. Not even really forced into it, you know, just being blood and being cousins, you know, being in the same room and and playing the ook. It's just kind of like you know formed itself. So it was a great thing. Well, I know you, I know you two are family from Hawaii. You're cousins, which I guess the Hawaii kind of explains the uh, the island sound. But where did the soul and the blues and the funk come from? Well, actually, um, we're we're raised uh, Hawaiian, and we were we were raised in the mainland. So, mm-hmm. like playing playing being raised on island music, and then you know going and hanging out with our friends and listening to the mainland music. Yeah, it was just a mixture of just, you know, what we grew up on. So that's kind of like the result of how our music ended up turning out the way it is. Well, it certainly worked, and and, and let's hear a little uh, bit of it here. This is uh, Touch the Sky. All right. All right. I'll play about That is just pure fun. It's music, it's dancing, it's sex, it's love, all the good things. <laughs> How do, well, you know, there's that line in there about under the covers. Yeah. I caught that. I caught that. You can't get that away. So how did you put that How did you put that together? Uh, well, actually, um, our music director and our keyboard player in our band, his name is Reese. Uh, he goes by Reese Beast, and he actually produced the song. And... Uh, one of the first times that we all actually got in the studio together, yes. uh, that was the first. That was the result of you know, yeah, that was a result of actually getting into music <laughs> and then just you know building that chemistry together. So from that point on, we just you know we've been rocking with each other. So that's that's how that came out. Well, it certainly uh, it certainly shows. Uh, uh, Angeline, can you see your, yourself and uh, and your friends out dancing to that? Oh yeah, I could totally be rocking to CRSB in my car. Oh yeah! <laughs> I think you're making these guys very happy, right? <laughs> they, they, they make me happy too because they're from San Francisco, like the Northern California, and I'm from up there. Even though I go to school in Southern California, okay. and it's just great that you know a, um, some artists from up there are getting successful. So, all right. Well, next time you're up here, you should come check us out. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> Awesome. Then now, now that's an invitation you can't turn down. <laughs> so, so let's get a little more specific about that invitation. Do you have any plans uh, to be touring in California, particularly Northern California, or anywhere else in the mainland? Uh, yes, actually, yeah. we're putting a tour together starting 2014. Um, we have a bunch of projects that we're working on. Um, we're actually putting together this thing around our our school district and around the Bay Area where we're going to all the high schools and middle schools and doing like a ukulele seminar because when we were in high school, we were the only ones walking around with ukuleles. So now we go back to the high schools that we were from and, you know, everyone's playing our songs and, you know, saying that they picked up the oop because, you know, they've seen something off of YouTube. So going back to the schools and just telling them to stay in school and following your dreams and doing music is a good thing. So we're going to do that before January, before we go on tour. So it'll be, yeah, 2014. We're talking to Chris Ramos and Sonny B of the CRSB Band, and we'd like to have all of you get on and talk with them, too, 347-215-7511, or email, email at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And as soon as you said that, you two, uh, we have at least three emails with San Francisco in them who say, what right. high school did you go to? <laughs> Uh, we we both went to uh, we 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 both went to Jesse Bethel High School. Yeah, 
In where? At Jesse Bethel High School in Vallejo. In Vallejo, okay, in Vallejo. Yeah, know, right across Vallejo, the bay California. From, yeah. yeah, I know it well. I know it well, right across the bay from where I was in Marin. Um, well, All right, okay. okay. Yay. Well, let's uh, let's uh, let's make sure first of all that that when you launch your tour, you let us know. I mean, I, I, obviously you're going to be Definitely. sending a gold engraved invitation to uh, Angeline, but uh, <laughs> just send me. It's you too, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm down here in L.A., so I don't know, Angeline. You're going to have we'll to. We'll make it uh, down there. Okay. All right. We'll do that. Um, yeah. But make sure you let us know so we can have you back on and talk about the tour. But right now, I want to play a little bit, uh, a kind of a different kind of your your music, because uh, what I've discovered in listening to uh, your latest album is that you do a lot of different things, and one of them really kind of uh, got to me. This is Up All Night. And uh, you can you can talk to them too three four seven two one five seventy five eleven or you can email us in at musicfridaylive at gmail dot com. Well, guys, that, that's a very sophisticated piece of music, and it's also oh, thank you. it fools you. You know, the title uh, "Up All Night." You think it's about partying all night, but it's not. It's about longing all night. It's about lost love and experiencing withdrawal. Um, did that yeah. take a lot? Did that take a lot to produce? Uh, actually, you know, we were just sitting in the living room. It and started with just the ukulele. That's right. And we were just jamming, and, you know, melodies started flowing, and ideas started going back and forth. And, you know, we were just like, what if, you know, have you ever spent that night where you're just up all night thinking of someone, you know, and the things that could have happened, the things you could have done and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and it's, it's like staying up, withdrawing from a drug. So, you know, from an addict's point of view of love, that's where the song came from, you know. Uh, you know, you, you, keep, you keep talking about the ukulele, and I don't know, um, Angeline. Maybe you can you can jump in on this one too. But I've noticed an awful lot of people are on the ukulele these days. Are you seeing that too, Angeline? Oh yeah, my teacher, one of my teachers at school, when he went to Hawaii, he actually got um, he joined the ukulele bandwagon and learned how to play it. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, my brother is trying to learn how to play it too. So. And it's so good to see too, because I know back when we were in high school, we we didn't see anyone with ukuleles. A handful of people. So now it's like so cool to be able to jam with a lot of people. And we've gone to high schools now that have ukulele clubs that are like fifty to a hundred students in there, and all have ukuleles. So it's crazy. Mm -hmm. What kind of inspired you guys to use the or start playing the ukulele? Um, Just you know, just being raised Hawaiian and, and Polynesian, I mean, just having the ukulele around us as a culture, you know, and then we went to school and, and singing songs that our friends knew, like Usher songs on the ukulele, you know, um, doing stuff like that. That's yeah, I think we were we about, it. what, 15, 16, picking up the ukulele? Yeah. And, and actually, you know, he was the only, my cousin was the only one who was playing it, so we were the only ones able to jam with each other, you know, so it was it was a good thing, learning together. Well, I'm not a musician, so maybe the three of you, since you have more experience than I do, can answer this. But is the ukulele an easy instrument to play or a hard instrument to play, or does it depend on who's playing it? It's definitely an easy instrument. It's a lot easier than the guitar. It's two less strings. And, uh, you know, you don't have to you know, cover a lot, a lot smaller. Of, yeah, a lot less ground to cover. So if you are going to learn an instrument, I think the ukulele would be a good first instrument. Yeah, it's a good instrument to pick up. 
All right. Well, if, if I ever get around to picking up an instrument, of course, people pay me not to sing and not to play music, so, <laughs> maybe, so maybe I maybe I won't do that. But I like the way you guys do it. It um, not only does it add that island flavor to it, but you use it in a very sophisticated way, and I suspect that uh, it can grow with you. Apparently, it's growing all over the country. Um, so. What's, you, you, you've, you've released five singles, which are in heavy rotation in Hawaii. Um, you've got an EP out, two albums out. Um, you're pretty prolific. Yeah. What do you got cooking now? Are you just putting a tour together, or are you back in the studio? Um, we're, we're actually working on a bunch of projects. We just finished uh, doing the white voice sessions for Pandora Radio. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we actually have a Pandora Radio station now, and they're exclusively um, dropping a performance that we had done at their headquarters mm. uh, on our CRSB radio channel. So we just finished that up. We're actually going to put out um, a behind-the-scenes video on that. We're putting together, we're working on our third album right now. Yeah. We've, uh, we're collaborating with other artists that we respect and, you know, um, that inspire us to do what we do. Um, and, mm. just you know, just, just working. You know, the work doesn't stop and the music doesn't stop. So it's a, it's a good thing. Well, I, I like that. Uh, incidentally, we're uh, we're, ta- we're talking to uh, Chris Ramos and the Sunny B of the CRSB band. And yeah. you can be part of it. You Ooh. can talk to us at 347-215-7511. Or you can email us at uh, mus- musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We've got email right. for you all. Mike O in Atlanta wants to know exactly what is island music. How is Hawaiian music different than music that we hear from the Caribbean? There's an interesting question. Oh, yeah, it's a good question. Um, well, with us, was it's not necessarily island music. Um, we're more of a mixture between pop, R&B, island-infused. You yeah. know? The only thing that really kind of makes this island is the fact that we use a ukulele. Um, if you listen to everything, you know, we're using R&B, chords, chords uh, soul melodies, and um, but island music itself, um, you have your reggae, you have your reggae tone, you, know, you have your Caribbean music. So, I mean, as far as our music ourselves as CRSB, I think we're just mixing and bridging the gap between pop and island music, you know, yeah, so where they can coexist in one song. Okay, uh, so there's no steel drums in there. Uh, we can we can yeah. put some steel drums. Yeah, in there. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, our way in Tampa says uh, not just Northern California. We love you guys out here too. You sound just like home for Florida people. Come on down to the Keys. Right. Oh, definitely. Uh, we definitely need to come down. Got to get there. Okay. So uh, and also we've we've got a uh, an email here from Mystic Man in New York City who suggests that you should be playing at Joe's Cafe in New York, which if you know anything about New York, is a pretty good place. So it sounds like wow. a, that that people around the country have heard from you and heard about you, and they want they want to see you live. So let me ask you uh, if you are able to satisfy our way in Tampa and Mystic Man in uh, New York City, and we have another one here from uh, Lots of Luck in uh, Ashland. If you are able to satisfy them and show up uh, in person, who do you bring with you? What, what is the band is b- besides just the two of you? Oh, there's man. actually, what, seven of us, eight of us? Yeah, man, we have two keyboard players, uh, Reese and, and Buju, and then we have a guitar player, Nicky um, Rose. Rose, Carlin, our drummer, and we have DJ Be Easy, who's our DJ. And uh, our sound man, which is sound, which is Brad, and uh, together the, we we've, we've created this this electrifying just show. It's taking our music from the album and enhancing it so that it's an experience. So, I mean, when, we will definitely get to New York, and we will definitely get to the Keys, and when we get down there, we're gonna bring the whole band and the whole family and smash for everybody. <laughs> That's going to be quite an operation. Uh, Angelique, could you see them um, um, coming down to L.A. and playing at uh, your campus? Oh, yeah, definitely. I could definitely All right. down. I'll definitely suggest you guys. <laughs> oh, well, well. Let's see, that would be an audience of what, about 20,000? Uh, yes, about about 20,000, yeah. 
Okay. All right. Let's um, do it. Yep. All right. Uh, and and please, if if you, if you manage to do that, uh, Angeline, let me know and and see if I can. I'll get a ticket. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I will let you know. <laughs> Even though I'm not a student. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> it's all good. You can feel like one when we're partying. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that completely. Well, um, in addition to uh, some of the uh, island tunes uh, that uh, we've been playing here, uh, let, I want to play a little bit of, uh, of of something slightly different here. So uh, just let's just take a little listen to "Give It Up." Kind of uh, uh, softer, and, and um, it, it's even more towards uh, rap. Uh, first of all, who's who's singing there? Uh, that's both of us. That's both uh, of you. Chris sings the yeah. first half of the first verse. I sing the second half. It's just kind of like a back and forth. Yeah, then we sing the hook together. It, it's a it's a different it's a different quality than than, than your other songs and it's uh, it's 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 a little bit uh, more serious too. What uh, what what brought that on? Um, well, you know, we had started this thing called the Love Gun Movement. Yeah, and um, what it was was during the time there was a bunch of you know just craziness going on in the world, shootings and all kind of things happening with with guns and all this stuff, and we had turned. You know, the concept of the L from being like, you know, you, you put the L in front of somebody, you know, that means loser. We wanted to turn it into love. So at, at a couple shows, we had, you know, put the L to our head like we were shooting ourselves in the head. And people were like, what is that? And they were like, we're shooting ourselves with love. You know what I mean? And a bunch of fans loved it. And now all the fans, when they take pictures with us, they're like, put your love guns up, love guns up. Yeah. You know, ever since then, it's been a movement. So this was the first song to to kick off the Love Gun movement. And uh, yeah, it was the first single in Hawaii, too, that we gave them. Yeah, it was our first song that went number one. And it stayed number one for about four months. So it was a great, great feeling. It's one of those songs that are going to be, you know, special to us. That's that's outstanding, the Love Gun movement. Uh, and In fact, uh, we're getting some email on that here. Uh, Sandy, Sandy Gal in Santa Cruz says... Uh, um, I love this song. It's it's the best in in it's the best so so far. Very cool. She didn't. And then we have, uh, <laughs> thank you, Sandy. <laughs> uh, Salvador in L.A. says, "I got my love gun up to my head. Keep playing the music." Right yeah, on. right on. <laughs> I, I'm I just really I I think that's a marvelous idea. Have you have you ever uh, have you done a video of that? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's on YouTube right now. It's uh, actually being, it's on our local uh, channels out here that Spins Music Video, uh, California Music Channel. It's in Hawaii on their Overdrive Live. Yeah. We're just trying to get it everywhere around the world. You know, you can look it up on our website, crsdmusic.com. Yep. We also have our other music videos also on there. And they're more like, we like to call them mini movies, you know, because uh, <laughs> okay. our videos, right. we like for it to, you know, match the experience that the music gives you. Well, we will post it on our website too, and we'll do all a little right. bit of promotion. Is there any other uh, promotion that goes on around around the Love Gun at all? You got little badges people can wear, or there, or buttons, or anything like that, decals, that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely. Starting 2014, we're going to have a bunch of merchandise, yeah. um, including the hard copies of all our 
all our albums and EPs and stuff, and we're going to have pins and, you know, you know it's, it's growing right now and it's at its its very beginning point. And now that we're noticing that it's spreading really fast, it's it's a beautiful thing. So, yeah, definitely. Coming soon. I'm glad that you guys will have hard copies of your CDs and EPs because I love getting hard copies of CDs and EPs. So, good thing. All right. Yeah, because it gives you a whole different experience, you know, when you get that physical copy and you're able to, you know, physically Look at see the book. The, yeah, and experience what, you know, all the hard work was put into the project because it's definitely, uh, you know, something that we, you know, lose sleep over, which is awesome. Well, guys, um, I, I'm going to lose sleep over uh, going over uh, my my time limits here if, if I don't uh, wrap this up. Unfortunately, you know, time flies when you're having fun, and we've been having a lots of fun. Oh, we are out of time. So, so uh, Chris and Sony B, I want to thank you very much. Uh, and before you leave, tell our listeners real clearly where they can find your music. All right. Um, yeah. First of all, we want to thank you for having us on the show, and yeah, we appreciate definitely. everybody listening in, and you know, keep the Love Gun movement alive. Indeed, but indeed. You, can, you can get our music at crsbmusic.com, which is our website. We're also uh, iTunes, iTunes, we're also Android Radio, uh, Rhapsody, okay. Spotify, all that, all the online networks. All, all, all the usual places. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, we're gonna we gotta take a break now, and uh, when we return, we're gonna talk to uh, the founder of the White Arrows. Don't go back. You're listening to Music Friday. I'm Patrick um, Heffernan, and we're joined we're joined today by Angeline uh, Serrano. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting you, financial battles, how to pay the bills even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to operationhomefront.net. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archive CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA. Always on the go. And we are back. This is Music Friday. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, your host on Music Friday. And, of course, we would love to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. You can also email us. A lot of you have been emailing today, so you must all be listening to us at work with your headphones on. Uh, email is, fair, is uh, Music Friday. Live, all one word, Music Friday Live. Don't forget the live at uh, gmail.com, gmail.com. And also, don't remember, don't remember, don't forget, <laughs> I want to remind you that our uh, a wonderful sponsor, Solar City, America's number one supplier of clean energy, will come out and they'll install a solar system in your house, the right solar system for your house, with no money down on approved credit, no upfront costs. And if you mention... Music Friday, you mentioned my name, Patrick O'Heffernan. They will give you a $250 discount on your first order. So call 909-618-6937. That's 909-618-6937. Well, one of the functions of music is to enable you to go into another world, to leave your daily life, even if only for three or four minutes, and free yourself to see and dream and dance. Now, you can do that with your eyes closed, laying on the living room floor, drifting away with the lights off, or you can do it exhausting yourself on the dance floor at a rave, rocking out until the sun comes up. It doesn't matter. What matters is the kind of world that a song or an album or an EP creates in your head and in your muscles. 
The world that the White Arrows creates is colorful, powerful, danceable, and totally unique. It can lay you down on the floor and float away, and it can animate you for hours under flashing lights at a club or a warehouse. The White Arrows and their founder and lead, Mickey Church, have birthed a creative force that stands out forcibly in a world filled with talent and creativity. And we are so happy to welcome Mickey Church to Music Friday today. Mickey, welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Mickey, you have said that that your songs are generally written in a kind of isolation, that you're at home, you're not generally scribbling on the road, and they start off with an idea or a riff which then gets developed. Could you give us an example, say, give us the trigger idea for a song like Fireworks uh, of the Sea? Um, sure. Well, everything recorded on on the record that that song was on was recorded uh, where I'm sitting now, which is at home in the hills in uh, Southern California. And that song started out with a, uh, a chord progression on... Uh, on a keyboard it was that synth line that started the song which isn't always necessarily the case um and then um i think the, so the synth line was tracked in in the chord progression for the verse and then and then the vocal melody came and then we kind of uh structured everything around that but you know sometimes it's something else that comes first like a bass line or a drum beat but usually how we write is is that way where you just start out with something that inspires something else and you just kind of keep layering and keep layering well you you layered beautifully here here's a little i want to give a little sample of it here does evoke the sea that, that there's even a, a verse in it that uh, talks about the grass between your toes and jellyfish in the sea but then there's the bridge papa don't say my woes now i'm a whore papa don't sell my soul now i'm a whore what was the trigger idea what are you telling us there well that, that song was actually the the last song that i had written before uh before we turned in the album and that kind of theme for some reason has has sustained in in my head maybe it was the fact that myself and and my siblings grew up going to a catholic school but even the songs now that i'm writing all seem to have kind of an obsession with the with the sex and religion and and all these these crazy crazy things <laughs> Well, 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 having also gone to Catholic schools in Los Angeles, I can completely understand that. And apparently so can the uh, the, the current pope, who's told the church to, to knock off some of those priorities. Um, moving ahead on that, though, I, I know you studied shamanistic ritual at New York uh, University, which is something I've had some experience with in the Peruvian Amazon with the Wakani people. And it could be pretty powerful. Now, when I look at the cover of your latest album or listen to a tune like Sail On, it sort of transports me back to the Amazon. Um, can you tell me about that? What did the shamanistic ritual uh, learning uh, influence your music? How did it did it influence your music? Um, I think it's inevitable that that anything kind of you get into from, let's say, eighth grade to to when you start and through college heavily influences whatever art you make just because those are such creative, expressive, and 
and uh, it I don't know the word, but I guess the word is transitional years. It's you're moving from one place to another, and and each year in in that part of your life, so much can change in every year. So I think it's inevitable that what I studied at at school definitely influenced what kind of music I began to make and kind of thought more outside of the box, which is kind of what, you know, Native American culture and shamanism and it's 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 a world that's not of our own. It's kind of a medicine that is that is taken for for expression as opposed to an illness. Well, you certainly uh, do it well. Here's a, a little piece of it, just so. Wow, Angeline. Uh, I was I've I've listened to your guys' album Garland is not a myth that you guys released last year and it's really great and I still haven't got gotten through all the songs because I want to really listen to them. So that your guys' music is just very interesting. Thank you. Um, um, you're welcome. It's been yeah, that's kind of a common theme is that that whatever someone says, good or bad, is everyone seems to think that it's interesting and hard hard to classify. Yeah. I know you guys, um, like, how would you guys describe yourself? I know you guys have, like, kind of described your music as, like, psychedelic pop. I know you've mentioned that before. Um, yeah. It took a while for about the first year. We've been a band now for, you know, over three years. And for the first maybe year or even two years, we could not answer that question. And we ended up making up a different answer every time someone asked. And then we realized that it would get printed and then people would reprint what we had said in that article. Then all of a sudden it became fact that we were somehow tropical gospel or psychotropical or casual goth music. But none of those things are really what we thought of ourselves. Um, but so I guess psychedelic pop seems to be the one that's like actually straightforward enough for people to get at least a gist of what we actually sound like with tangible genre restrictions. Yeah, Angel- Angeline, when when you heard them uh, uh, initially um, at uh, Cal State, uh, what went through your mind? How, did did you say to yourself, "These guys are pop, metal, rock"? strange, different, magic, what kind of, what went through your head? Honestly, like, I couldn't really, like, if someone had asked me, oh, how would you describe the music, I really wouldn't be able to, um, like, explain it to anyone, like, it's definitely different, I definitely, like, want to see you guys, like, live again, um, because seeing you guys at school was just, it wasn't, like, long enough, I definitely want to see, like, a longer set, I definitely want to be, like, immersed in your guys' music, because it's, it's, it's something you definitely want to experience for yourself, and yeah. <laughs> well, well, that that brings up an interesting question to me. Um, uh, when you go on stage, Mickey, h- how close to what I'm hearing on the album is is the live performance? Can you do all of this on stage? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty similar. We play we play all the songs from the record, but. Um, it's different. It's there's more there's more free formedness to it. There's kind of some points where we we go off in little tangents and have musical interludes and we like our shows as much as possible. You know, it's hard when you're playing an outdoor show, you know, in the early evening at a on a college campus, but 
when it's nighttime in a dark venue, we like to have as much sensory overload as possible. So we have a lot of um, visuals and and smoke and kind of place our music in a setting that you know hopefully allows people to to feel uninhibited and do whatever really they want to do. Well, I, I know you, you're too young to have experienced the uh, the late '60s in uh, in San Francisco, but uh, if you had been in the Fillmore in 1969, that's about what would have been going on. So, so I think yeah. that uh, the 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 psychedelic part is, uh, is 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 definitely well well named. Um, but you you do a lot of different kinds of things, and uh, one of the the different kinds of things uh, that really struck me as I listened to this album is uh, this this song here. I let that one go on for a while because uh, that's that's a very unusual piece of music. It's uh, to, to tell us tell us about that. First of all, the 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 bass chord in that that sounds like you've got a, like a, a fifty gauge string there. Um, <laughs> am I yeah, close? Just, uh, uh, yeah, I mean it's just like a it's a you know probably flat wound strings with with heavy heavy distortion on on that bass um it's kind of funny i haven't listened to these songs in a really long time from the record i mean we've we've played them but i haven't listened to the recordings in a while we've kind of been listening or in new new music mode was in the studio late last night working on some new stuff but that song uh yeah, that was one of the later ones that that we added to the album too. It might have been the second to last one before Fireworks of the Sea. And um yeah, I guess that one's that one's kind of well, different it, it, in the sense the only one that that uh Andy our keyboard player played trumpet on at the end it's kind of mixed, mixed in and it has some other instrumentation that that wasn't used on on the rest of the record. Well, in, in terms of style, it's it's much more um, heavy rock, and it's got some funk in it, and it's also got that kind of um, minor key, hit your heart melancholy to it. It's uh, it's it's kind of a different animal than everything else. Or am I overthinking this? Um, no, I think it is. I think it is. It's a it's a. Uh, kind of inspired by those those girl groups of the 60s type chord progression um who you know in my opinion were amazing at at writing ballads and and sadder songs but that weren't overly melodramatic um uh angeline did, did they play that live uh when you saw them Honestly, I don't remember what songs they played. <laughs> I just thought they were we good, not. and I really liked them. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, you um, actually have to play, play that one live. Yeah. Um, I do have one question about you guys playing live. Um, I'm sure you've, like, answered it before, but I know during one of your songs you put on a blue wig. And I just wanted to know what up with the blue wig. <laughs> uh, um, well, I guess I, I had uh, long hair before, and then I decided to get my hair cut, and I've since felt kind of naked on stage without without hair kind of covering covering my face. And so we were we were playing in Oakland. We were opening for Santi Gold and we had a lot of time to kill. And I I Google mapped wig shops and there happened to be one like three blocks away from the Fox Theater in Oakland and I went in there and the nice ladies in there helped me uh pick a, a blue wig that they said matched my complexion better than the purple wig. And since then, I've kind of been just throwing it on at random points, and and uh, yeah, that's that's the story behind the, the blue wig. That's awesome! Like I totally understand that feeling of not having long hair because I've been cutting my hair short for like a couple, like for the past year and a half, and I definitely miss having long hair. So that's that's just kind of funny. <laughs> So, so Angeline, does that mean that pretty soon we're going to be changing your picture on the website to one with the blue wig? Oh no, not to a blue wig. I do have like blonde hair right now, but I'm mean, not a blue wig. <laughs> Darn it! I, I thought uh, Mickey, we, you you might have been started something there. Who knows? There may be a, a blue wig movement that uh, that emerges from all of this. Um, on the um, on, on back to settle down. Um, settle down is an earworm. Uh, but the lyrics, you know, the, the the closing words for that song, I just sat and stared at the wall. It's better than when you wait, wait, waited to talk. That's pretty bleak. Was this a bleak period when you wrote this? Um, for some reason, even on, with the exception of maybe Get Gone and, and a couple of other songs, maybe Get Gone and Sail On, most of the records even... Uh, most of the songs on the record, even if they do have maybe major chord progressions or danceable beats, I always like the juxtaposition of having um, darker lyrics. And it just comes out more naturally that way. So, I mean, it's it's always kind of a bleak period. I don't try and deny that, you know, I have ups and downs like everyone else and, and the downs are really, really hard. Even even more so I think on this record. Um this record is, is darker than than the first record that came out. Um that we're work the the one that we're working on now is darker. So I think it's just <laughs> I'm just trying to be honest whenever I write something. I I can't really Deny the fact that I that I uh, have have dark thoughts. <laughs> okay, well, um, our our listeners have some have some um, dark thoughts too. Um, Bruce B in L.A. Actually, I got two from Bruce B in L.A. But the first one is uh, you've talked about records. Are you producing on vinyl? Um, we yeah, our full length, and we have a seven inch. Uh, which is the first thing we ever put out, which is uh, Get Gone and then a B-side of a Fleetwood Mac cover called Save Me Place. So we have we have vinyl. Okay. You can get that yeah. on our website or at any of our shows or anything like that. And since you mentioned the website, you want to tell our, our listeners where they can get your music? Um, yeah, you can get it at, at whitearrows.com. If you go there, it'll direct you to a store where you can get physical copies or I'm sure there's links up there that'll take you to iTunes or Spotify or something like that. Well, when you said the word physical copies, I know uh, Angeline's uh, ears perked up because you love physical copies, don't you, Angeline? Yes, I do. I do. We also have some uh, some T-shirts that we tie-dyed ourselves that stained our hands blue for about a week after because we didn't uh, have the proper technique. 
but they're they're unique. They're like snowflakes. Oh wait a minute! Now you the band actually did the tie dyeing. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. This is like the second batch, and no t- two shirts are the same. So they're they're pretty they're pretty funny and far out. All right, I, I got to make sure that uh, our our um, our listeners got that. If you go to their website, you can get T-shirts tie-dyed by the band. That nobody else does this. This is totally unusual. Go to the website, and you can get T-shirts tie-dyed by the band. But they turned their hands blue. That that is uh, remarkable. I love to hear that. That is great. Um, Bruce B. in Los Angeles, and we're getting a little tight on time here, but but um, Bruce B. and actually Blaze in Austin have both asked the same question. That's Tell us about the rest of the band, and uh, I understand your little brother's in it, but you didn't actually grow up playing music with your little brother, did you? No, we grew up playing separately. He practiced the drums downstairs in like the basement, and I kind of uh, practiced piano and guitar you know, guitar in my room and piano in in like another part of the house growing up, but never jammed or played music together because, I don't know, I guess he was learning jazz drumming and I was learning classical piano, so it's kind of hard to jam <laughs> uh, classical and jazz. But, but yeah, my little brother plays the drums and he joined the band while I was still in college and he was still in high school a few years ago. And uh, JP, the, the guitar player, actually tutored Henry through the last the semester of high school because we got offered a tour with Colts and had to take that opportunity. And it was our first tour ever. And so Henry did his senior year, second semester on the road. And then there's Andy, who who... Uh, co-produced the first record who plays keys and and, and uh, like some sampler in the band and then Steven plays bass well uh, it, it's remarkable to hear that you started out with classical piano and he started out with jazz drumming and we wound up with, with uh, psychedelic uh, pop and, and a little bit we're going to listen to right now is Getting Lost and uh, I'm going to say thank you so much. We're going to go out with Getting Lost, but we're about out of time now. So thank you so much for being with us today. This has been uh, delightful. Now, w- once more, when it direct people to your website. Uh, sure. Uh, thanks very much for having me. But our website is just whitearrows.com. So easy enough. Whitearrows.com. And don't forget the hand-tied tie-dye T-shirts. Uh, we're gonna, Like I say, we're going to go out with Getting Lost. Angeline, thank you so much for taking time out to be with us today. I love to have you on the air with us. No problem. It's always a pleasure. <laughs> it certainly yeah, is. Yeah, to meet you in person, Angeline. Come to our yes. Fonda show on the 24th. I'm trying. Oh. I'm trying. I will, Tell I will us. try to get there. <laughs> Tell us about the, real quick, why don't you announce that show once again to make sure everybody knows about it? Oh, we're playing a show in Los Angeles on October 24th at uh, Henry Fonda, then the next day in San Diego. You're going to be at the Henry Fonda Theater on the 24th of October? Okay, we'll remember that. And we'll put that on our website. And uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to us today. You have been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyber Station USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates. If you like our Facebook page and you follow our Twitter feed, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician on musicfriday.nationbuilder.com, and we will invite them on the show. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who is also the associate producer for today's show. Download this and other Music Friday programs at cyberstationusa.com or at blogtalkradio.com. Stay tuned for Mike Siegel. He's on the Cyberstation USA Network. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan. Be here next Friday. Next Friday, we're going to interview Sal Santana, Salvatore Santana. It's going to be a really fun show. And right now, we're going to listen to the White Arrows Getting Lost. Yeah.